But um, yeah, he's a very attractive lad, and uh, that movie sucked. TNMP, the Nerdy Misfit Podcast, with your host, with your host, with your host. Connor O'Neill and Matthew Hughes. What is up, fellow Nerdy Misfits? Another Wednesday, another episode of the Nerdy Misfit Podcast. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello, hello, listeners. How's it going, Connor? It's going, it's going well, man. It's going well. We're, uh, we're once again on the, uh, you know, right on our tail when it comes to the episodes. Yep. So, yep. episode released yesterday, episode that will release next week is being recorded as we speak right now at this very moment. Correct. It's our first night recording in a while. So we do, in fact, have a cocktail. Yes, and what are we drinking today, Connor? We are having an espresso martini. Just the classic, you know. We've had it before. I don't know if we've had it on the podcast. I can't remember. I think we may have, but we never mentioned yeah. it. Maybe one of those, but it's, it's nice, clean. It's delicious. For a coffee drinker, it just like it just tastes, you know, just nice. a spiked coffee Looks good. flavor. Looks good. Nice, clean. Nice little layer of foam, which is great. Appropriately named. Just hit some nice home, you know, homebrewed espresso as well. Also gives you that extra freshness flavor. Yeah, for sure. So and not using just like spiked with sugar uh, Kahlua. We're using a uh, different coffee liqueur. You're right. So, hey, bada boom, bada bing, bada bing, bada boom. Um, who's to say, Matthew? Sorry, I'm looking at those like that. Don't make sense. Uh, Anyways, today, uh, today's episode, uh, we were going to start with some something different we haven't really covered before, and we're just going to go more mainstream, I guess. Yeah, I mean, technically, this is still, like, each individually of these things have their own, like, fandoms. Cult following. Cult and so, followings. Yeah. People will tell you that this is the best one, or this is the worst one, so on and so forth. And For sure. There def- most definitely is cult followings for some of these. Like they have Some, some of these fans. shows have toxic fandoms. Absolutely like, agreed. There's no no ifs under but like, and the thing is, the more we talk about it for the listeners, um, once we get into it, you guys will know what I mean because some of you will fall into those categories, and some of you won't. I think some but, some of it comes into now. You can correct me if I'm wrong here, but for the most part, I'm gonna say if it was your first, usually you're pretty your 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 feelings towards that one are stronger than others. Most definitely. Like you're like okay now this is the this is the best and then you watch other ones and you're like ah they just copied X oh, this is just the same story but, but you basically just say that about everything yeah I mean each show and of course we're caught we're we're gonna be discussing different types of sitcoms sitcoms correct it's a little bit from the 90s early 2000s to the ones that have just recently finished up so yeah so reason reason we're talking about it is Matt actually just recently finished watching How I Met Your Mother for the first time for the for the first time never so. watched it before so so. That is kind of what inspired the episode, I would say. We, um, I think together, we've seen a good chunk of sitcoms, I'd say. Yeah, I think we've definitely seen some of the same ones, and then we've watched some of the ones that we haven't. Either. Yeah, there's definitely some big ones I haven't seen. Um, I'm definitely fallen into like the, uh, the m- kind of like area of like, uh, like I don't, I have to be in the mood to watch a sitcom, especially yeah. a new one, like because. When you've watched a good chunk, like a good handful, they really don't start. Some of them don't just don't, aren't funny. Yeah. 
I don't know if you feel the same way, but like, well, some of them even start off strong and then they just kind of get like, my best example is the superstore. So I tried to watch the superstore a couple of maybe like a month ago. Mm -hmm. I watched the first couple episodes and I was just like, kind of like, you know, you can already predict that there's going to pretend there's going to be a relationship between characters and then this, and you're just kind of like, eh, whatever, I'm not. Oh, yeah. And just, I wasn't laughing out loud. Mm-hmm. I mean, that literally, like, because some of these sitcoms make me laugh out some loud. Some of them are good, yeah. So, I guess, let's get your impressions on How I Met Your Mother, since it's the freshest in your mind. Yeah, I literally finished it, like, last week, I think. And the thing is, is that I think a lot of people that have watched all of the shows start to finish have very similar opinions with me, where it's a solid show overall, and then the last season, it just flops. Where... For How I Met Your Mother, like, every episode is very episodic. The story is very contained, except for a couple, like, part one, part twos. A couple foreshadowings, too, where you you end up covering something. But then, like, the last season... Strong characters, too, help carry. Yeah. No, yeah, definitely the main cast is strong. you don't have a good good characters for a sitcom, it's not gonna... And even with How I Met Your Mother, they had good reoccurring characters as well, where I feel like some other ones... Barney's brother, great freaking character. Um... Even like Marshall's family too, like mm-hmm, those were kind of mm-hmm. recurring. Those are solid uh, people as well. Lily's dad, Lily's dad, another good one. He becomes more important, relevant, like later he on. He becomes more relevant in terms of like he actually becomes part of the family, but he is. Yeah, I think he's pretty funny. He is. He's a solid actor too. Um, but the issue is, is that the last season, like it's still twenty two episodes, but the entire season takes place over like a weekend, and it's just in comparison to the rest of it, where it's like very like. I think the last two seasons are definitely weaker. Yeah, I do agree. The Eighth season is okay. It's like the build up to the last season, which it, that literally is. It is a build up. Yeah. To the la- and then the last season is just entirely the wedding. It's a little rough. Um, which then they just. Okay. Spoilers alert. If yeah. you haven't somehow seen How I Met Your Mother, but then they just now avoided like basically. The yeah. They just season. void. Yeah. The end of the season. is just like, it's like oh yeah. All that stuff that happened. To ha- it, it doesn't matter anymore. We wasted your time. <laughs> You're like, damn it. Um, what would you give it? I. Okay, first of all, I think we talked about the rating system. Yeah. On a previous episode of ranking things, do you go by shows? Or are you do you go by kind of like five stars? Or are you just like out of ten? Because obviously, on like so many things, it's like Rotten Tomatoes has percent. See, it's for weird fans for me because for movies, I usually do movies out of five, but then TV shows. I just feel like there's so not enough anime, for five. It's ten. Yeah, exactly. Like it's very. So let's, uh, let's let's just keep it consistent. We we watch a lot of anime, read a lot of manga, a lot yeah, of ratings are out of it. ten. So let's go out of ten. I'd probably go for like an eight. I'm a little bit more biased. It's. I'm I was gonna say like seven point five. I think it's one of my. I think it is the first one I watched. Yeah. Full sitcom, and I'm gonna go. I want to give it like an eight point five or a nine. Like eight. Is but just but like I know that that's my own bias. And the yeah. other thing is, I've watched this show. I watched the show and I loved it, and then I'm, it's become also like my breakup show. Yeah, yeah, I do whenever recall I, you saying it. Whenever yeah. I've broke it had a breakup i always watch how much because i like, like all of a sudden just everything is relatable yeah some literally reason. every single episode every, you're, you're just like, like i'm ted I feel for ted you're just like i'm ted it. i'll I find, love. find love yep I'll and find he's it. like i found love and he's like ah just kidding and then he goes through a bad break and be like, I feel like that, I feel, ted. yeah, yeah I feel you're, you become ted and you're yeah. just like don't worry ted we'll find love yeah, we'll find love don't worry i'm here with you buddy. and then or, or like if you are in a relationship and you watch it then you're just like yo we're, we're lily and marshall yeah, literally, yeah. <laughs> I think there's a little bit. And then even if somebody hasn't been in a relationship in a while, you're like, yeah, I can understand Robin. Yeah, I, I, I relate. Or, or if you're people, a womanizer. Yeah, you're like, oh, Barney. I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. They, really, they, cover, they really cover it. They, you know, I the hopeless romantic, the good couple, yeah. the person who just 
isn't really into dating. Yeah, and then the one that wants to just be with every yeah, single person. The one who yeah. just doesn't give a crap exactly. about other people. I think, like, in comparison to a lot of other... No, I can't even say that, actually. The thing that kind of bugged me, too, is there's something called, like, in TV, there's something called, like, the bottle episode. Okay. Which is where they're just in the same location for the entirety of the episode. And I do feel like How I Met Your Mother did that sometimes, where some of the episodes are just all of them in the apartment in the living room for the entire episode or there's all at the bar you can almost say the bar is an extension of the apartment it as is. well because they live above the bar um, right yeah, that yeah, is yeah. what their apartment Lillian, is. yeah technically tied for a bit so yeah <laughs> yeah um so i'm assuming that like that happens with friends in the apartment building as well right yeah there's yeah. definitely bottle episodes um but, but it, it like makes sense because you're kind of like it's supposed to be like this slice of life yeah it's a sitcom right like, it's not supposed just... to be insanely Action if you're pack. following this group of friends who all basically live at this apartment, why wouldn't yeah. they all be? No, up? exactly. I do agree. Yeah, yeah. It'd be more ridiculous if they were always doing crazy things. That's true. That's true. Um, so okay, so that's our kind of baseline we're starting off with. Yeah, and we'll we'll go with an eight for you as yeah. like a baseline. Eight, and then like eight point five to nine for you. What's the first sitcom you remember fully watching, start to finish, kind of? Hmm. One of my past relationships, they were obsessed with Friends. As as it seems that's, like most people are. Yeah. So I think that was my first sitcom I watched start to finish. Okay. And this is this is like a hot take because it's Friends. Um, Friends is okay for me. I wouldn't watch it again. I wouldn't mind watching like, and I do it occasionally, like if it's in like my Facebook feed, like compilations of Friends sure. clips. But watching some part, Friends some, start it's to like, finish Yeah, it's like rough. some moments. Well, one, it's long. Yeah, 10 seasons. And then some, some are. I, we say 10 seasons, but How I Met Your Mother was nine, so yeah, we can't really. But like some it. moments are just better, obviously. Yeah. I, it, same with How I Met Your Mother. Some moments yeah. are. There are funny and non funny moments, obviously. Not every joke is going to stick. Exactly. But yeah, Friends for me, I think I've watched it two or three times. And I think it's good. I think I just am annoyed by some characters more than I am yeah, in like, something like How I Met Your Mother. Like Ross, I just don't like. I just don't care or don't like Ross yeah. at all. You know? That's, yeah. Joey, I think, is funny. He has some great moments. Yeah. But like when he finds out with like Chandler and Monica and he like connects all the dots after they go to the trip to New York. Like And then Rachel is just so unrealistic. Yeah. Even just, Phoebe's unrealistic too. Yeah, she's just almost too out there. Yeah. But I do the thing I will give credit to both friends and how much we're mother is I laughed. Yeah. There are moments where I laughed. There's genuinely good jokes throughout where, the series. Um, there are definitely some series where that doesn't uh carry over. Um, Superstore obviously being one I haven't finished, so I can't say completely. But uh, actually, it, I'd say we did write a quick list to each other, just kind of yeah. listing off some. But um, I'm actually rewatching for the third or fourth time Modern Family. Ah, that's a solid one. And I think. Modern Family is fantastic. That's one I've never finished, but again, it's I've started it. I think I've watched the first season, and then I just see compilation videos. The thing I like about Modern Family that I think makes it good is it's so it's so appropriately named because like it really is. Like you know, you have the old guy who's married to a very young woman who's also like um from another country. Yep. You have the gay couple with a raising an Asian baby. You have the more generalized family, you know, mm. classic husband, wife with three kids. And it's like they got a smart kid, they got a not so smart kid, and they got a really weird kid. And I think comparison to a lot of like other sitcoms, it's it feels more unique as well. It's unique. It's it not feels just a related. group of friends. It feels relatable. Yeah. They're 
because I feel like some families can relate to something. Yeah, I think each family from can one of those things. Bit. And um, and I literally laughed out loud. <laughs> I'm on. We're I'm watching season four, almost five. Okay. And yeah, like it's still funny. There's still like anything. There are like I do find the the one dad character um for the main family. Oh man, Phil. I was about to say I forgot his name, but Phil. <laughs> Phil. He's a little eh, too much for me sometimes, but I will say for the most part, four seasons in, I'm still laughing at stuff. Okay. I think that's safe to say you're do- like it's doing yeah, your job. Yeah, you're doing your yeah. Um, I do think that some stuff gets a little ridiculous. But my, this is a spoiler for anyone from Modern Family. Matt, if you're okay, I'm going to spoil stuff yeah, for yeah. you. But one of my favorite things about Modern Family is closer to the end. So the one, the oldest daughter for the, like, the more typical family. She's like not bright, but she's pretty and popular. Like that's her shtick. She's the pretty popular but not smart sister. Yeah. And, you know, it's like the classic Joseph, like, oh, don't get too pregnant, too young. Like, you know, be careful, blah, blah, blah. Like, you'll get pregnant, make smart decisions, blah, blah, blah. She does end up getting pregnant pretty young. But unlike what I feel like a lot of other shows would have done, which is straight up not have her get pregnant and have her just be super redeemed, is they were true to the character. She never really changed a lot of her ways. And she does end up getting pregnant and they keep the babies. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens in real families, modern families. It happens. You can prepare your kids all you want, but they're going to make mistakes. They're going to make mistakes and stuff like that's going to happen. And they have the kids and you're just like, okay, well, and then it's like, it becomes even more of a modern family. Cause then you're like thinking now her parents who are the grandparents of this grand grandchild are going to help take care of them. Like like, in a lot of families would happen. So I do think they kind of hit a lot of notes with realism in that sense. They stay true to a lot of the characters. There are moments where there's um some continuity where like Alex who's part of like the typical family is like the smart one but then there's a couple things that like just don't make sense like that they try to do for a joke okay that make you kind of go more but Alex is supposed to be smart why would she ever think or do that mm. you know what i mean just to carry the plot forward kind of thing not even to carry the plot just cuz they're like it's like a quick like one one that happened recently is uh, they're trying to emphasize how the, like Phil's daughters have no idea how to do any housework. Okay. Because like him and his wife have already always taken care of the house. They, yeah. They never have to worry about it. So Alex has no idea how to sweep, and she's just like over dramatically like failing at sweeping sugar up. And you're just like, okay, like I get that they're just going for a joke, but at the yeah. same time, it it doesn't, doesn't make sense for the, the character. character. Yeah. So I do say I think that happens in a lot of sitcoms where they're not true to a character just okay. for a gag, mm-hmm. and sometimes though I feel like maybe that's just because I'm a little bit more hypercritical of like oh like this character would not be like that. Yeah, that makes sense. But if you're like I feel like sitcoms a lot of time you just kind of turn your brain off and watch it so you're not really overthinking that. That could just be me hyper analyzing. Yeah, <laughs> hyper analyzing. Yeah, being like that's not that character is not that is that is character growth in the opposite direction. Doesn't work. <laughs> the character's falling apart. But uh, yeah, that one. What was um? Oh, I started watching uh. What? Well, I stopped watching it, but I watched the first season of it. Um, is it Shit's Creek? Oh yeah, yeah, the Canadian one. Yep. I've watched the first season of that, and that is pretty okay. It's interesting. It's a little different, but yep. 
I just stopped watching it because I can't remember why I stopped watching it. That's right. That just happens. Sometimes that I one just has a recently <laughs> big cult following. Like a lot of people that it have does seen seem it smaller. Say it's like great. Seems a little on the smaller side. That's a Canadian. I also sitcom like show. So I don't know. A bit different. I'm horrible with actor names, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, that person's from that thing. Like that's when I'm like, I'm okay at that, but yeah. I don't know their names. But I guess the um, main dad from mm-hmm. Schitt's Creek. It's his two actual kids yeah. that, are, that are playing that yeah. are like his kids, which I think is kind of awesome. It fits it well. Like I think honestly. obviously the chemistry is just there. That's the thing, right? When you when you pair up like actual like family members in a show or a movie and like it's the like on screen the main characters works. of this show are four a family of four and three of them are actually related. Yep. It's great. And the chemistry is perfect. I it love works. it. But yeah, I've only seen the first season or season and a half, I think okay. I'm about but I'll definitely finish that one. I think that that's pretty entertaining. That's fair. Recently, we're, uh, we're very all over the place. We I are, yeah, but, but it's still kind of let's, let's go. Let's, let's let's try and organize it just a bit. Let's go. Give me your top three sitcoms that you personally have seen, and then give me two you want to see mm. that you know you haven't that you are definitely interested in watching. In no particular order for the top three, uh, the Good Place. Okay, it's a great. I one. haven't actually seen it. I've you seen, seen it? the first couple episodes. Oh my gosh! Obviously, I know, I know like the twist at the, the end twist of the first at the end season. of the at the end of the first season. Okay, yes. yeah. So there's a lot more stuff that happens. Of course, but obviously. I'm obviously when you first watch a show, you know nothing about. It. I yeah. know that twist. Okay, so you know the first of the many twists. Okay, um, so the good place, uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Brooklyn Nine Nine. That, that's also my top three. Um, if you're a fan of Brooklyn Nine Nine, you'll probably like Good Place because a bunch of actors, of uh, course, pop yep. in. Um, and then uh, Community is another one of my favorites. I think that one was really well done. We had someone from work that absolutely, that when we worked together, that absolutely ad- adores Community. Evan. Oh, yes, yes. I think it's a great show. It's from, like, my film background. The the hecticness of behind the scenes of that show is very Spot intense. On. Well, because, like, so have you seen Community at all? Nope. Okay, so there's an older character, and then there's a like person of color. Like they they kind of branch out to like a lot of different actors and actresses. And um, the actor's name is Chevy Chase, and basically Dan Harmon, who did went on to do Rick and Morty and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, um, he was the backbone of the show for the first three seasons. And when he was writing some of the script, he knew a lot of the actors and actresses hated Chevy Chase, so he wrote it into the script that their characters hated on this character. So like a lot of like the on-screen presence of the actors hating towards this character. Real was real and then like they had to like get him off the show like he was fired from the show like Chevy Chase was so they had to like write that in the story and then there was issues behind the scenes where Dan Harmon left like they just they're like no you're not on the show anymore like they kicked off the director and the writer so he left the fourth season did okay like you can tell that there was a significant so they brought Dan Harmon back for season five a certain uh galaxy (laughs) movies trilogy (laughs) yikes um (laughs) And then it got canceled after season five. And then there was this time in the TV networks where Yahoo had its own network. And that's how Community got picked up for season six. Oh, my. Before it was canceled again. But you could tell the difference for season six. Like, some of the characters didn't come back. And a lot of, like, just the stylistic choices were very different. Um, But I'm super excited because now they're making a movie finally. Because the running gag throughout the entire show is, like, six seasons and a movie. So when it got canceled that season five, like fans rioted. They're and like, that's where's what, our season six yeah, in the like, movie? Yeah, season six in the movie. So then one of the actors, I think like two months ago, posted uh, on their Instagram just a picture that just said, and a movie. 
and like everyone went crazy. So everyone's super excited. Um, this is where like uh, I can't remember the actor's name. The actor that played Troy, like this is where he kind of got popular. Okay. And then he he's the um the artist Childish Gambino. Yep. Yep. Like that actor and musician. So this is kind of where he started on this show, and this is what made him popular. Okay. Obviously, like other things made him big too, but like this was one of his like bigger roles. Um, but it's just a fun show. Um, and then there's like a character named Abed who breaks the fourth wall from time to time, and like he's a movie character, so like I'm I'm sold. But yeah, just some of the episodes are like insanely well done. But anyways, that's that's the end of my tangent right now for Community. But yeah, so good place Community Brooklyn Nine Nine top three, and then for ones that you haven't seen that haven't you definitely seen. want to. I'm I'm looking at oh wait okay no you know what I gotta take the good place out of my top three and put Kim's Kim's convenience in there. Kim's convenience is fantastic. Canadian show too. Yeah, based on a real story in Toronto. Real store in Toronto, based on a stage play. Fantastic. Like ah, and has our boy. Yes. Who's in the MCU? Yes, sir. So much. And then the dad. I remember when you actually messaged me that he was uh casted in uh. Like for Shang-Chi. For Shang-Chi. And I was like, the guy from King, Kim's Convenience? And you're like, yeah, man. And I was like... A.K.A. the dude from Mississauga, Ontario? I'm just like, oh, this is wild. <laughs> yeah. And then even like the Appa, he's in The Mandalorian. He's also in uh, Star Wars. No. Yeah, Star Wars. Star Wars. Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he's also going to be in the live-action Avatar Last Airbender. Yeah, I see that. He's playing the un- Uncle Iroh. Yeah. Which, which is, is going to be great. A great I'm character. super pumped. Uncle Iroh's probably one of the best characters top two character in avatar the last airbender it, wait, hilariously actually it's just him and zuko i just don't know what order i put them that's in. fair but yeah, those yeah, are yeah. my favorite two yeah. characters but him getting casted as that character is gonna be so much so much fun like he's definitely gonna have the perfect like on-screen presence for it um but once i'm looking at looking at the list we made and i've started a few of these i just never finished that's what them. i'm thinking like i think on my two of things i want to watch that i haven't i think i'm gonna say probably a good place the good place that'd be a good one for you yeah and uh and finishing uh schitt's creek like I've, maybe schitt's creek for me just like i've watched we watched the first episode in film school it's because there's actually like just where did know. they film uh schitt's creek <sighs> somewhere in canada because the place was actually up for sale the actual city schitt's creek or another city like the the build the hotel oh the hotel that they're in yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. funny I was gonna say it. I don't. I don't think cities actually get sold, do they? Like that doesn't seem like a real thing. Uh, Canadian show, la da da da. Oh my gosh, I blanked out. But anyways, what what about you? Uh, top three is hard. Top three, eh? Um, how much mother is always gonna have a special place in my heart, for sure. Um, but Brooklyn Nine Nine is probably my favorite, so I definitely am putting Brooklyn Nine Nine. And then. Tough. It's really, really, really tough. I, I want to say, how much your mother gets in there for being the first one that I completed, like start to finish, mm-hmm. and just I've seen the most. Like I've watched it over and over again. Um, and for three, it's really tight. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, Modern Family, but Big Bang Theory gets an honorable mention. Wow. I love the Big Bang Theory. Okay, so I watched the first 
the four seasons of Big Bang Theory and just never went back to it. Oh, I've like I've seen Big Bang Theory three times, and the last rewatch, I think, I cranked it out in like two months. Watching like, that Young Sheldon or what? Yeah, I've seen all of Young Sheldon yeah. except for the current season airing. I'm just waiting for it to finish. That's fair. Young Sheldon's a completely different tone though to to um the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, I think. Some parts of Young Sheldon are done well. Like, I really enjoy when they actually hit on things that are mentioned in Big Bang Theory, and they do it really well. And obviously, I think a lot of the casting is done is spot on okay, for, okay. for um, Sheldon's uh, descriptions when he's uh, in the Big Bang Theory. But yeah, the Big Bang Theory, obviously, some of it's cringe. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt that some of the humor is, like, super cringe. And you can tell that the writer is definitely not someone as nerdy like it's like i'm from the outside kind well, that's of what i found is that like the longer the show went on the less like nerdy it became yeah but and for that aspect i was like mm. some parts are definitely hit or miss but i've laughed i laughed out loud at so many moments in the big bang theory and that's why okay okay it this is long though it probably went on much longer than it had to go <laughs> yeah 15 i don't know 12 maybe i don't 12 know sounds about right but it definitely went on longer than it needed to for sure but that's fair a lot of great moments. A lot of funny, funny moments. But nothing has made me laugh more than Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, Brooklyn, oh, it's such a good show. So good. So ridiculous. And just, there's not Great really actors. Like, all of them have oh my God. such good chemistry together, yeah. too. Which is crazy, because they're all different stylistic characters, too. Like Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, all of them are just uniquely written, and they all, like, play them very differently, too. Like, Captain Holt, like, alone. Oh, like he's his, so like, good. Oh, my God. And then, like, obviously, Andy Samberg as Jake. He kind of just plays himself, it feels he like. Kinda he feels like one of those actors that just plays himself. The funny thing is, he's actually, like, so serious in interviews. He always plays comedic characters, but any, like, some of the interviews I've seen, he'll just be, like, straight-faced and just not be funny at all. And you're like... It's almost like it's done on purpose. Right? Well, it's even in, like, uh, Stephanie Beatrice. She does a fake voice for Rosa. Yeah. Like, if you've ever seen her in interviews, her voice is a lot more higher-pitched. She's in... um. She's in an episode of Modern Family. Is it her regular voice? That I cannot tell you, but she has a hard she um she plays with like a very stereotypical like from Colombia. Okay, yeah, like yeah. Off, off the boat from so she has like a very thick accent, thick accent but a much higher voice. Like the Rosa voice is so deep. Yeah, so it's probably her regular because she voices um Mirabelle from Encanto. Like she's the main character. Uh, okay. Yeah, she's she can great, also though, sing. Too. She's also great though. Yeah, they're all, that's the thing. Like. I don't think I dislike any of the characters in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Like, I think you maybe like Sully and what's his face? Hitchcock. But then they're, also. But, but they're they, still great. Yeah. And the episode where they do a flashback of when, yes. they, when they were like younger cops. Great. Yeah. Just to give them a little bit more, you know? I thought, yeah. Overall, I think the main cast is so well. Yeah. So good. And, and like the. um. The uh, which one face it episodes? The is it Thanksgiving? Oh, like the Halloween Halloween heists. The heists, the heists. Yeah, yeah, heists are so good. The heists are ridiculous. Yeah. And then how they work it into being big, like the heists always end up being like a big moment. Bigger every single for year. characters. Yeah. They're just like so well done. That's why I I've only seen like, it once. By the way, like you I say, all, yeah. I've say all these shows like oh, I've seen three times, and that should say how good Brooklyn Nine Nine is. It, yeah. I've seen it after a lot of these shows, which I've seen multiple times, yeah. and then this is up there. That's why I think you'd enjoy Community because Community, like every single season, they have the paintball episode, 
And in every single season, it gets more and more extreme. Like, it kind of gives me a similar vibe to the Halloween heist where it just gets more and more. And there's there. the there's the crossovers with some stuff, too. Yeah, New, there, Girl. New Girl has a crossover yep. with it. I did watch New Girl. New Girl did not make me laugh out loud at at all, almost. Never finished it. I think I got two, two and a half seasons I did done. finish it. There are certain characters that I like or certain, I guess, character arcs. Okay. Like, d- like the way that the characters end up developing, like, I think are good. Yeah. And their growth. Char- there's, like, some real character, which it does feel like there's, in some sitcoms, there's none. Correct. Um. But I do think that's one thing the show did well. There is character growth in a lot of the characters. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, just so, meh. Yeah. I, uh, that's Zoe Deschanel in that, right? Yes, the teacher from Bridget Terabithia. She, she, she's, she's pretty decent. Like she yeah. like pulls off like the quirky girl really well. It's just I didn't find like any of the jokes that funny. That's fair. Yeah, some of them just didn't land. I guess. I watched. I well, I didn't finish it. I watched the first two episodes of the new one that's on Netflix, Blockbuster. Yeah, I th- was tempted to watch it, funny because. My friend actually worked at Blockbuster. He worked at Blockbuster when they closed down. Damn. He has a fridge, a mini fridge that he took from the Blockbuster because they were getting rid of stuff. Well, like the Blockbuster show still is works. from the creators of Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Superstore. Yeah, so you felt you f- confident. Yeah. yeah. And I just don't, I don't know. I just tried to watch it and it's got... Some of it can be the act. I think it's it's a combination of cast and writing. Like yeah. maybe the writing in Blockbuster, if you kept it the exact same, maybe it'd be better with different cast yeah. of people. That's true too. Like maybe I'll try and just continue to watch think, it. Maybe it like yeah. picks up after a few more. I episodes. think delivery and um like chemistry is super important when it comes to the sitcoms, especially I since you agree. you know you're supposed to be with these characters for a long time. Well, even like when certain characters like leave the show, like sometimes it's better, sometimes it's worse. Like um, Brooklyn Nine Nine, like the dynamic slightly changed after Gina left, but the story I still never was strong. Gina. Never liked Gina. That's fair. And I know people that Gina is like one of their all-time favorite characters. She's not my favorite character. And I just thought she was obnoxious. I mean, that was her character. Of course. No, I mean, she was done to a T. I just did not find her. That's fair. I liked her a lot more when she was gone. Well, like for me personally, when it comes to like The Office, for example, I watched until Stephen Carell left, like Steve Carell, and then he left, and then I just watched a few more episodes, and I was like, this feels like it's missing something. I've never seen The Office. No? It's like probably the biggest show I haven't seen. That's crazy. I've seen. I only watched it for the first time two years ago. So many compilations, like you said, that I've probably seen all the funny moments of The Office. That's it, right? Yeah, The Office is great for compilations. <laughs> so I'm just like, do I really need to suffer through all these seasons? I feel yeah. like I've watched the good parts. That's fair, that's fair. Never watched any Parks, 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 Parks and Rec. Rec. I've heard Parks and Rec is really heard good. it's really good, yeah. Have not seen it either. Um, 70 show, never seen it, but I've seen compilation videos. I've seen the fir- uh, first couple seasons yeah. of the, the 70 show. It's, that 90s show <laughs> is coming out. The 70s show is interesting because of the actors who are in it. That's what and makes how, it more entertaining yeah. for me. I'm just like, wow, this is weird. It's like You're a time. So young. Like, a, like I hopped in a, like a, like a, you know, a time portal. Yeah. I'm just like, whoa. We have like, uh, obviously, Mila Kunis, Ashton Kutcher, uh, Topher Grace. Obviously, the Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis is crazy because yeah. obviously, like, they play a love interest in the show and. They're now together they're like, now and like three kids and they're pretty strong. Right like it's At least it's shown to be a strong yeah. relationship. I mean, it's Hollywood. You never, you really never know. know. But it's it's insane. What I did watch, I don't know if I. Have you seen Seinfeld? No. 
Me neither. I've, I mean, I've seen the odd episode every. It's always yeah. On it's TV. always on TV, so you know. But so I've never seen... enough to know like the plot or like Frasier or anything either. Like I've never seen that. Uh, I've heard so much about Frasier, but <laughs> Frasier seems like such a more like um, niche. Yeah, it seems a lot more. Seinfeld's not niche. No, feels there like some hardcore fans out there. They'll tell you. Seinfeld is definitely. It's the problem is Seinfeld is like older, right? Yeah, it's pa- past us. So like, like technically speaking, Friends is even past us. Friends is like no. Friends is a gray area because it went on for ten years, so it started in the nineties and kind of ended in the yeah. 2000s. But what I mean is like we weren't watching it actively when we we're kids, mm-hmm. right? Like that's what I mean. Like so, technically, Friends is past us. Like we're past friends. Like same with that '70s show though too. No, for same. sure. That's what I mean. Like so, wh- like a lot of them, it's like why would you go back when you can just watch what's coming out? Yeah, yeah. But um, I think my parents love Seinfeld. It's just a different generation, you know. Like it's. That's the thing. Every generation has its own. I'm sitcoms, sure it's got you know? some super offensive, would not passable, non passable jokes nowadays. You talk to my grandparents, and they'll tell you that the freaking Golden Girls is the funniest thing ever. Oh dear. You know what I mean? But it, it's again, it's just the different generations for sitcoms, right? Like, we've had sitcoms, sitcoms on TV for so long, you know. And obviously, there's so much more that we're missing too, right? Like, there's Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Uh, Sex and City. Like, you know, like it really goes on. Family Ties, Growing Pains, Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell, yeah. Full House. Full House. Haven't seen Full House. Neither have I. So there's a lot. Like, there's always going to be... Well, I mean, like anything. It just goes to show you, at the end of the day, there's always going to be something for people to watch. Like, if that sitcoms are your thing, (laughs) there's always new sitcoms. There's always some. Don't worry. There's tons of old ones. But it's just funny because now we're like... We're in this weird situation where they're just remaking them, but just like, yeah, I'm really not into that at like all. How I Met Your Father, How I Met Your Father, that '90s show. I mean, if you uh, want to count it, there's the the girl like we talked girl about. Girl meets world. Girl meets world. It's like it's a, a Disney child sitcom. Yeah, kind child of feel, sitcom. You know what I mean? But yeah, don't really need to be rehashed. Honestly, like it's just like you're just trying to get those quick views and like hit people's like dopamine levels for like yeah. but then once people realize it's crap in comparison to the original and you're just using it as a way to get people to watch it how about just come up with something new i know it's hard yeah it's definitely hard it's unfortunate but you're right like it's hard but but at the same time just like i don't know like instead of just doing or that, something like, like that's what young sheldon like you know some people may hate it or don't or like you like it at least it's a sitcom that is obviously using the Big Bang yeah. Theory, but it's done in a way different, different way. way. Yeah, it's not like, oh, look at you want how much your father. Story? Yeah, it's totally unrelated father. to the original show, which is yeah, don't even get me started. But at least Young Sheldon's just like, hey, you know that super obnoxious know-it-all genius from the show that had his spot on his couch and was had to have everything like picture this perfect. Yeah, this is what he was like as a kid growing up in Texas, and you're like, with his easy, like easy. with his not rich. Like, pretty standard family. But that's just and it. it's and it's good. I think it's entertaining. I don't. There are moments that I don't think are funny, but there are moments that I think are great in that show. Mm-hmm. Never was the biggest fan of Two and a Half Men. I watched. Like, I've um, seen a lot of Two and a yeah. Half Men. Um, I think it. Yeah, it's not my cup of tea. I I can see why people liked it. Um. And obviously, they just tried to keep it alive with the whole Ashton Kutcher coming in. and Yeah, after Charlie Sheen left and stuff. Uh, Fresh Prince Bel-Air, that's a good one. Haven't seen much of Fresh Prince, but I've seen, seen some episodes. Never never got into Letterkenny. 
Nope, I have not gone. That to one's just not. Either. I don't know. Like I've met the creator of the show. Just when you oh, just hard flex there, boys and girls. Uh, I met the creator, but I'm just not into his shows. Uh, he went to the same program as me. Like he came and did a talk at the college. Oh, because he went to the, like. Oh yeah, there's also a uh, Fuller House because they did the the rebranding. Fuller of House. Fuller House. Is it because there's more people in the house? Yeah, I guess so. I think it's like the next generation crud. I don't know. There's so much, right? There's so many different sitcoms. Like they're honestly they're constantly. Malcolm in the Middle. Malcolm in the Middle. That's a solid one. That one's definitely our generation. Yeah. And you could watch that one as, like, you know, somewhat more appropriate for kids to watch. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like, some of those sitcoms are totally not okay for kids to watch. Well, there's, like, there's like children Disney sitcoms. Yeah. There's like, like, you can say Life with Derek is a sitcom, in a way. Oh, true, true. Like, that, like, you know what I mean? Like, there was those shows for us growing up that were... Life with Derek. Another Canadian sitcom. show. Such a great show. London, Ontario. I think they li- they lived in. Yep. Was, uh, but yeah. The the, sequ- the the sequel for that comes out next year. Life with Luca. Is Luca one, one of their of, kids? One of their kids. Oh, yeah, one of their kids. Wow. Can't remember. Can't remember the exact. Uh, I just remember that the one actress was on Degrassi. Yep, she was. And she her character died in a car <laughs> crash. Like most Degrassi characters, are, they're always they always be dying. I think. And in, in the classic Degrassi way, it was like a lesson. Yeah. It was that uh, I think she was texting and driving. Oof. Or he was texting and driving because they were transgender. And uh, yeah, <laughs> they texted, texting and driving, and they're like, don't text and drive or whatever. That's what happened. Uh, you, you ready to hear what the That's a classic is? Degrassi thing, by the way. If you've never seen Degrassi, that. Yeah. There's always like some random episode. Usually it happens when there's like a death or some major thing where they're like, Sad. oh, X lesson. So like, don't you put it in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> we covered those right on oh, episode. Yeah. All oh like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Don't want you put it in your mouth. Those are just you know classic uh, Ontario or Canadian. Uh, yep. Service announcements. House hippo, bring it back. Heck yeah. So Life with Luca, okay, is a spinoff comedy show based on the long-running hit Life with Derek. The series picks up 15 years later, as Derek and his in quotations type A. Personality da- daughter Skylar prepare to move in with Aunt Casey and her extended oh family. Oh God, Derek moves in with Casey. <laughs> so the thing that so this show is obviously gonna have Derek, Casey, and then it just has the parents George and Nora, but it doesn't like Men- the other three kids aren't. I'm either. sure they'll mention it. The other kids, they'll mention it, but they're not in it at all. Well, like I, I mean, follow, you don't need to be. I follow Edwin on TikTok, and they did like a whole. Yeah, video he's pretty funny. It. He is. He's a radio show host in Vancouver. So he's not in it. Was he asked? I'm assuming he would mention no. It wasn't asked. It wasn't asked. Okay. Yeah, they, all three of the kids weren't asked, which was crazy because they did like a clip where it was him, the girl from Degrassi, and then the little sister. But she's like all grown up now, and I've never felt so old. Like it's just one of those moments that I feel old. I'm like, oh my well, god. Well, I see clips of um Josh from uh from Drake and Josh. Yeah. And uh, obviously Miranda, who is played their sister, um, yep. is does is also iCarly is Carly from iCarly. Yeah. And they're obviously filming new iCarly episodes. Or Another whatever. one. And uh, it was funny, I guess it was, I think it was Josh's birthday or Miranda's birthday, and they did, like, a video together, and they just, like, it's just funny seeing them, like, you can tell that they were, like, really good friends, yeah. you know, like, on set and stuff, because they're just, like, shooting the crap and having a good time. I think they tried, like, a bunch of Starbucks fraps or something, that specialty fraps that were out for the season. why not? And they're just, their chemistry is still great, and they're not even acting. They're just having no. a good time together yeah, doing there's a video. Yeah, there's right? And uh, obviously, there's you know, I mean, a uh, Drake who is uh, he did a good Spider-Man. He was a 
good Spider-Man. And we're gonna leave it at that because I also love I also too. love Drake and Josh. Like yeah, I Drake and Josh and iCarly were actually super good. I yeah, enjoyed great those Nickelodeon shows. Yeah, but yeah, unfortunate uh, situation. Unfortunate situation. It's hilarious because obviously, like Josh blew up on TikTok. Yeah, and he was also always hanging out with uh, what's his face, the Scotty Sire. No, no, and yeah. uh, David David, David Dobrik. They were all part of the same yeah. friend group. Who obviously David Dobrik is polarizing whether you like him or not yep. obviously yeah. but um he blew up with that all that stuff and then um people are always like well where's where's drake where's drake and he's like kind of like oh yeah drake doesn't talk to me or whatever or yeah. vice versa drake would say the same thing about and then they ended up rekindling their friendship and then all bit. the drake stuff and then he like and then just, then he yeah. split up again before before another sitcom that came to mind that i, I was going to mention earlier I don't, I don't think you've seen it. it's called the ranch okay it's a netflix original show it's ashton kutcher see is it is it bad now that when you say it's a Netflix original show, part of me is already kind of like, eh. Okay, so but the thing about Netflix originals, I know this is going off topic from sitcom, is that there's no in between of Netflix. They're really good, or they're, they're bad. either like insanely great, like right now, like Wednesday Wednesday's blown up. It's, is set to pass Stranger Things. Yeah, I saw. Things. I actually just saw that that it has so many views, and it's what's even crazier to me is so many of those views for stuff like Stranger Things and uh, or other series that have blown up on Netflix were during the pandemic when no yeah. one had anything else to That's do. That's what I mean. And now it's like exploding on Wednesday. And so random. Like, yeah. what a random series to blow up to. It's so right? true, though. Covering, like, a character from the Addams Family. But to be fair, this is the first live-action Addams Family thing we've seen in such a long time. And it's Tim Burton. And it's Tim Burton. It's Tim Burton. I've, that's got to be carrying so much weight. So right? I've only seen a few minutes clip of it, and the only part I see was she was like visiting. I think it's like the librarian or the principal or something. Right. But the actress of that character is the one that played Wednesday in the movie. Yes, she is, and I know the actor for Wednesday now. Um, she's well, blowing up. She's blowing up. She's also being memed. I don't get the meme because I haven't really yeah, looked haven't into it. But, yeah. but the meme is like, oh, she said she's a fan of. And I've seen it for like everything, like yeah. hockey teams, soccer teams. Um, to be fair, she did say in an interview she's a huge One Piece fan. Yeah, stuff like that, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I don't know where or how the meme blew up, but everyone in like you know esports team are saying it. And I'm just like, obviously that also helps with your popularity. Yeah, all like, the memes. Yeah, memes are just people want to understand the memes, so then they watch the show. Well, and memes nowadays that's just one way that things blow up. But it's funny. Uh, I think her, what's her name, Jenna Ortega. I think is her name. Okay, the actress yeah, yeah. who plays Wednesday. Yep. So obviously she's blowing up and I've seen interviews where she talks about how obviously she has the original, like the Wednesday actress and she's trying to do it in her own way, but it's also scary because the one who's played it was right there. But then the actress for the original Wednesday was saying uh, how creepy she thinks she's doing. Like, she's like, wow, you're, you're really creepy. And she's like, Oh, thank you. Like, you know, yeah. thanks. And um, I recognize her from the, I think it's a, I, I want to say it's a Netflix original. It's the, uh, like the stalker show, you? Yes. Netflix she, original. She's in that show. Is she actually? Yeah, she plays. Have you seen you? No, I haven't. So, it's about a stalker, obviously, yeah. who also ends up, uh, becoming a murderer, and uh, he ends up moving to a different state, and okay. she plays like the annoying neighbor, <laughs> the annoying neighbor girl. That's amazing. And I was like, man, this chick looks so familiar. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, she's from that one show. <laughs> but, she, I mean, I'm, 
I haven't seen Wednesday yet. I'll will I'll probably end up watching. I do want to watch it as well. But hey, good for her. Obviously, she's she was great in in you for what she had for her mm-hmm. role. Like she played it perfectly, and she seems to be a good advocate for like anxiety and stuff. I've seen from a lot of her things. So yep. I mean, it's nice to see someone like that doing well and also not being scared to say that they have you know mental health issues and you know are open about it. But that's good though. You know. What and I mean? Tim Burton. And Tim Burton. Bonus. Easy peasy. But I do agree, though, with Netflix. Like, it's either they're insanely good or they're bad. I will. I think it was a Netflix I watched recently. Um, I can't. I don't know for sure if it's the right character I'm thinking of. You can look it up. Uh, but I think it was the Human Torch, potentially. Like no, Chris no, Evans? no, 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 it wasn't Human Torch. I, w- I don't know what he was from, but he looks so familiar to me. What show? It was a Christmas movie. That's come out recently, and it's about he's like this really attractive dude, and uh, he uh, I want to say something 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 Noel. Okay, <laughs> I know that's not giving you much to go off, but it's like something Christmas Noel. It was a Netflix movie. It could be that's or my was thing. it the Disney Plus original song movie called Noel? No, wasn't that okay? Cool. Delivery by Christmas. Uh, no. It has Noel definitely in it. Look, just look up, look up Noel. It could be American. I don't know. Or maybe it isn't a Netflix original. The Noel Diary. Yeah, that's it. Holy, that is bad. Oh, that guy. That's what I mean. He looks so familiar. I don't uh, know. He's he's from uh, This Is Us. Is it? Is that the show I'm thinking of? Like the one with the. the oh my god, dude! I don't know, but he looks so familiar. He's obviously a very attractive gentleman there, but. He just uh, is like he's got, he's got the chin. He's got that face where you're just yeah, like Justin Hartley. Man, that movie was bad. He was in uh, Arrow for a bit and Smallville. That's it, Arrow. Smallville. He's he is. He's, he's Green, Green Arrow, Arrow in from Smallville. Smallville. That's, That's what, what I recognize is. him from. Yeah, and he was in. I this knew is he us was a well. hero of something. That's why I remember him. Oh man, good job, Matt. Um, Apparently, he also voiced Superman in the Injustice movie. Well, there you Super go. But um, yeah, he's a very attractive lad, and uh, that movie sucked. <laughs> like how they're super <laughs> going back to but uh yeah it was just wow wow if you want to see bad. a good netflix christmas movie it's called love hard watch that one die hard love hard die hard. is that like a joke because of people say die hard's a christmas no. movie love hard I, I don't know if i've talked about it i think i mentioned it briefly on the podcast a couple weeks ago but it's basically about this dude who like catfishes this girl on the opposite side of the state so she decides to fly out to him and he turns out instead of being like this big muscular dude, he's like a short Asian guy, and it's a comedy. But it, it's like it's a good it's it's a good recent Christmas movie. Yeah, this one is about a guy who's like a best selling author. It's okay. Rich a- Rich AF, who has mommy and daddy issues. Classic. And his mom passes away. Okay. And so he has to go to her house and like get it ready and to sell or whatever. And here you learn that his mom's like a hoarder or whatever and has issues. But then there's like this girl stalking outside watching the house. And it turns out that this girl is just trying to find who her birth mom is. And it turns out her birth mom was like a nanny for him when he was younger, but he doesn't remember. Of course. And then he goes on this journey with her to find her. And he's like solo. Like he has a dog and it's him. That's it. He's buried to himself. Oh, God. And he goes with this girl who's engaged and they go to find her mom. And but to find her mom, they to learn more about their mom or who she is or whatever, they go to his dad who he has. He has a bunch of issues with as well because he walked out in the family or whatever. When his mom was having issues, because his brother died. 
and <laughs> and uh, not that that's funny. It's just you know, no, but adding just, to the yeah. drama. And of course, they end up being together. Of course, saw that from off miles one, away. Off this one trip, and obviously, honestly, her fiance didn't seem like a bad guy. Didn't make him out to be a really bad guy, so you kind of just feel bad for him, really. Jeez Louise. Like, that this girl just falls in love with him over, like, this three-day trip. <laughs> the thing about uh, Netflix that bugs me when it comes to Christmas movies is that they randomly do, like, these trilogies. Like, there's the Princess Switch trilogy yeah. with his Vanessa Hudgens, and then there's the the Christmas Chronicles. I think that one has it. There's, like, a trilogy for that, too. And like Some of the scripts also just feel like AI's writing it. Literally. Because they all feel so... Hallmarky. Yeah, like, so, like, in the same box. Could be the same universe, and you wouldn't freaking yeah, know. for sure. But, yeah, those are the those are the Netflix ones that don't age well. Um, otherwise, you have, like... I think it's mostly, like, their sci-fi stuff is good. Like, because Umbrella Academy got renewed. That's going on season four. Stranger Things is going on season five or six. You got Wednesday. Titans. Titans. Which Even is though t- is, it's, it's no longer Netflix, but no, it's like it the states, but then it goes on. It Netflix was bad too. when it was Netflix. Is what I'm saying. Have you seen anything about the fourth season? I've heard. I saw tweets about it that. Pe- that I guess I don't know if there's a new characters or it's the same characters that um people are having issues. Not issues, but like, basically the tweet was. I still don't agree with some of the ways they've done certain characters, but they're like, but now on the fourth season, I know what to expect, That's so fair. I'm not. Yeah. Like, it's it's. The show has gotten long enough runtime now that it's come to where you're just like, oh, this is just how things are in this universe. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Once you've like adjusted your the way you're gonna think about the show, it doesn't feel as bad for a lot of the characters. You have to though. True, but I don't think it's. I like like I said, I've watched all of it now, and it it is one of the ones that has gotten better yeah. with it, with the more seasons than it has gotten worse. Although hard to be worse where how it started, but. You know, you know, here we are. That's fair. Also, I saw this is a fun little thing I saw, but Comic Storian, who is a massive, as you can say, influence for us. Yep. On uh, for starting, um, who we've watched for a while. I don't watch a lot of his content anymore, personally, unless it's a story I'm interested in. Yeah. He started reading One Piece. I saw that he tweeted no it. No way. Yeah. Oh, I kind of want to keep up to date with that because I'd love because his. His explanation of things and his opinion are very similar to ours, I find. Oh, yeah, overall. I would say for the most part, he seems to be into the, like... But the problem is, like, we're in, we're, we enjoy very popular characters yeah. for the most part. So it's so hard to be relatable when you're like, oh, people are like, oh, I love Batman. And you're just like, yeah, me too. And you're just like, oh, we're so close. But then you're just like, wait a minute, everyone loves Batman. Yeah, you just kind of accept it. Yeah. But, but, yeah, I do think he just share very similar opinions when it comes to, like, good and bad things for yeah. the most part. Um, I do find someone like okay, we'll go down a little rabbit hole here for a quick couple minutes, but uh, like variant, yeah, variant comics. I don't find him to be as relatable to our opinions. He used to be. I feel like he just kind of accepts. Maybe it's because he doesn't do as much review. He doesn't really do review. It's more just like this is this character. He used to do a lot more reviews though. He's just like changed. He just uh, it's just like this is this character or this is about these family alternate versions. Which are still great. They're very informative. He does very great informative videos. No, I 100% agree. But that was just a quick little tangent. And I thought you would find interesting that he's started to... Because re- he's slowly been doing manga content. Yeah, he's been getting more into the manga content. So and, they, and they do a good chunk now. But yeah, he started reading One Piece. So you'll have maybe uh, keep an eye on him. See how he 
it is also interesting because um he hasn't posted much about it yet but c dog va who is a uh, someone i watch a lot of obviously the trash taste podcast yep. and uh who i've seen live we've mentioned the podcast before like that's i'm a big fan of the three of them not as big of a fan of c dog va's youtube channel for the most part i know i like his twitch streams and some of his newer content in japan's interesting but mm-hmm. i like what he brings to the podcast because he's kind of like the sandpaper <laughs> a lot of the time that kind of like ruffles things up yeah. and like creates kind of some more of conflict yeah and creates like which makes obviously the content more interesting yeah. but uh he's never re- read punt one piece and obviously garnt who is gigguk has and so is joey mm-hmm. now they might not be fully caught up i know that gigguk recently released a video on his secondary channel talking about how he caught up um finished wano he usually waits for the arc to finish reads makes all sense. of the arc and obviously he loves One Piece, but they have always bugged Connor about One Piece, and he's like, it's way too damn long, but he actually is reading it. Crazy. So I'm excited to see, and I don't know, I'm, I haven't watched the last couple podcast episodes, so for all I know, maybe he's done it. Yeah. But I would assume he might make a channel video about it, but who knows. But um, I'm excited to, whether he's released it or not, to watch his opinion of it, because he's like... Well, all three of them are massive JoJo stands, but he's like the JoJo stand. Like he gotcha. absolutely loves it. So I'm just interested to see, you know, different people's opinions. Obviously, it's like one of my favorite series. So, but yeah, I think uh, we won't. We I don't think we need a fan question this oh, one. We'll we don't just wrap it up. Don't really just have gonna, anything related to uh, sitcom sitcoms and Netflix originals. We but, did, uh, We kind of came up with this one literally not that long. Not ago, a lot, like literally a day before yeah. we recorded. Didn't really ask anyone for no, questions. But it's a solid, solid episode overall. Solid, I enjoyed solid. it. Hope you guys enjoyed. Hope it's something more relatable. I know that we do have a lot of fans out there that maybe are are not as into anime, yeah, or, or comics or movies. Something that we might talk about. So maybe, hopefully, this is something a little bit more relatable. You can, you know, shout out to Matt or to me or our Twitter, Instagram, and let us Twitter know what you or think. join our Discord if you're not part of it. And let us know what. Some of your favorite, favorite sitcoms, sitcoms are, or, or what we should watch. What what should we watch? Yeah, or what, ones that you didn't like. Like what, what did we offend you with? What opinion did we absolutely just? Is are not Friends right? is really as good as people say? I don't know. But I think I think that's where we're gonna cut it, guys. Everyone, hope you have a thanks for fantastic listening. weekend. And we'll uh, see, we'll you, see next you next week. Yeah. Bye. TNMP, the Nerdy Misfit Podcast. Don't forget to join the island by dropping a follow. Thank you. Thank and you. see you next week.